Welcome to this week's podcast from Bethesda Church of God in Sumter, South Carolina. We hope you enjoy this inspiring message. For more information, check out our website at BethesdaCOG.org. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I love for people to worship Him. I have a, a message that I really feel I need to deliver. Um, I don't know that I could deliver it better than what has already been sung. He is worthy. He is exalted. But there's one part that I feel like that I really need to drive home today because I believe it's a weapon that you can use. In Isaiah chapter 61 verse 3. It says, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Pretty good trade-off. Father God, I pray that you would let the spirit of praise continue. Let us put on the garment of praise instead of the spirit of heaviness. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Before you're seated, I need you to do something for me. I want you to turn to someone near you and I want you to compliment something about them. Whether it's their hair, their clothes, their shoes, I want you to offer a compliment to them. All right. I want to ask you a question as you're being seated. Did that make you feel good? What you actually did is you offered praise. And Almighty God is a God that likes to be praised. In fact, He inhabits the praises of His people. I know that Scripture says He inhabits the praises of His children, Israel, but we've been grafted in through Jesus Christ's blood, and therefore I say He inhabits the praises of His people. What is true praise? It is a favorable judgment of or to commend, to glorify God, to express gratitude. And then what is the spirit of praise? This is the atmosphere of praise. One of continual praise without complaints or demands. Did you notice as we were being led in worship, that they did not have to tell you to come to the altar. They did not have to tell you to stand. They didn't have to tell you to bow. They didn't have to tell you to raise your hands. The spirit of praise came on you. The spirit of praise filled the house. There are some churches that would reject that. There are some churches that if you raised your hand, they might give you the right foot of fellowship and ask you to leave. But 
Wouldn't that be a shame that the atmosphere was filled with God's presence and we were not allowed to offer him what we felt welling up within us and expressing it to Almighty God? It is, uh, it is important that we find that atmosphere of praise. The Bible tells us in 1 Kings that Solomon, he had brought in the Ark of the Covenant and all the, the uh, vessels of the temple. But they, they got to a certain point that the Spirit of God came and filled the place so strongly that the priests were unable to even minister. Have you ever been in that kind of situation where you just didn't know what to do? You might say, why did y'all keep singing that song? Because I was feeling God's presence and I was like, God, I just want to make sure that I'm walking in what you want, not what I want. When the atmosphere of praise arrives, Things can happen. When the, my Lord, I just felt a witness of the Holy Spirit. When, because God inhabits those praises. That's when miracles and signs and wonders can happen. When we get into that spirit and that atmosphere of praise. The Bible tells us of another time in, in, uh, in Acts chapter 2. Where they were all in one mind and one accord. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled the house where they were sitting. And they were filled with the Holy Ghost. Cloven tongues like as fire sat upon each of them. And they began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave the utterance. It's when the Spirit of praise and the Spirit, the atmosphere had changed. And they began to receive what God had for them. See, some examples of praise and I'd like for you to uh, stand with me everyone again stand with me and I want us to read Psalms 150 it's going to be on the board and I want you, now I want you to get your ball game voice on okay amen we're in God's house someone say amen, amen. oh now you're ready okay let's read Psalms 150 praise ye the Lord Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in the firmament of his power. Praise him for his mighty acts. Praise him according to his excellent greatness. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the psaltery and harp. Praise him with the timbrel and dance. Praise him with the stringed instruments and organs. Praise him upon the loud sounding cymbals. Praise him upon the high sounding cymbals. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Give God praise in this house. Amen. You may be seated. See, the power of praise is like this. Uh, it, the world, the circumstances of life are going to knock you, beat you. It, you almost feel like you're in bumper cars by the time you get to church. You've been beat up. You've had people say, some people say mean things to you. You've had pressure and, and, and maybe your job situation. By the time you get there, the bumps of life put our spirit out of alignment. But praise 
Have you ever noticed you start praising God and you start getting back into alignment? Have you ever noticed that there's times you don't feel like praising, but you do it anyway and the circumstances start changing? I, there's been times I've praised God, many times I praised God didn't feel like it. I'm sure that there was times that God blessed me that he didn't feel like blessing me. Come on, you know what I'm talking about. But he blessed me because of his grace and his mercy. And, and so while, while we're praising him, we're getting realigned. Uh, our praise, it's kind of like this. Um, uh, Andy Griffith, there's a show in, in uh, Ernest T. Bass. He, he, <laughs> he went in and, uh, to the classroom and Miss Crump hit him with a, a ruler. Do y'all remember that episode? When, when she hit him with the ruler, you would have thought he got mad, but no, he turned and he said, I love you. Uh, uh, I'm gonna just tell you, after you've been beat up for a while, but you get into the house of God and you say, I love you, I praise you, I honor you, I glorify you, it changes the circumstances. Now Jesus gave us a command that we should praise God continually in Hebrews chapter 13. Praises facilitate access to God. It puts us in the presence of God. Then praise is a weapon. Praise is a spiritual weapon against the enemy. We resist the enemy and he will flee from us in James chapter 4 verse 7. Since God inhabits our praises, the enemy will take flight when we praise. I, I'm just telling you, praise God whether you feel it. Praise God if you're down. Praise God if you're up. Just praise him. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. The Bible tells us that there is a garment, a garment of praise. In our day, the garment encourages modesty, but it's significant. Uh, its significance is much deeper. The church who have received the endowment, the garment reminds them of their connection to God, their commitment to follow him. So he has given a garment of praise. You might not have realized that God has given you a garment of praise, but what are you doing with it? Some people they have their garment hanging in their spiritual closet and therefore they don't get the benefit of it. I want to tell you seven types of praise, uh, uh, Greek words. One of them is toda and it means sacrifice of praise. That's when you praise God when you feel like it, when you don't feel like it. Another one is called yada praise and that's that's when people lift up their hands. It's a, it's a praise. I don't know why people do that. It's a natural thing. Whenever people get into the presence of God, oftentimes their hand goes up as praise. Uh, there is a Barak praise, which is a quiet voice. And, and some people are not loud and boisterous. That's okay. You can praise God with Barak praise. There's a halal praise, which is a soul rejoice. That's when something starts stirring up within your soul and, and you, you just have it bubbling up. When I was a kid, they sang this song. It's bubbling. It's bubbling. It's bubbling in my soul. I'm singing and shouting 
since Jesus made me whole, and I'm not going to sing the rest of it, but I will tell you it's bubbling. It's bubbling. It's bubbling in my soul. Amen. There is a Zamar praise, which is instruments being played, and Tehillah praise, which is singing of songs and singing along with the songs. And then there's a Shabbat praise, which is a shout praise, a hallelujah praise. There we go. Amen. We give that. We have uh, been given a garment of praise, but sometimes we just don't use that garment of praise. I need my helpers to come out at this time. I want to show you a little illustration here. I believe when Jesus saves you, he gives you a garment of praise. And, and uh, Kristen, if you just come out here. And, and Josh is going to represent Christ, and, and he's going to put on her uh, a garment. And that garment is the garment of praise. There's power in that garment. There's something that happens with that garment. She can run devils off with the praise. Uh, she, she can make things change. She can make the atmosphere change with that garment. And, and uh, you might say, well, I, I don't think I've ever seen a praise garment. I, I just want you to hear me. It's a spiritual thing that God has given to you. But yet still, like I said, oftentimes people just put it in the closet, but we must use our praise. The, the devil wants to take that garment off of you because he knows that that garment is powerful. And so he'll try to get you to lay that garment aside uh, because you've been hurt. And, and so he'll put on a garment of hurts on you. It's the hurts that Maybe someone said to you when you were a child. Maybe someone said something to you this week. Maybe a family member or a friend or whatever it is, but you are carrying it. You don't seem to get past it. It'll bring depression into your life. It'll bring heartache into your life. But as long as the devil can keep her into that, he will win a victory. But the devil don't want to stop there because he wants to put other garments, maybe a garment of fear, and anxiety causing you to fear. Listen, fear is real. Fear happens to Christians. Fear happens to good men and good women. The devil is out to attack. He doesn't want her to smile. He doesn't want her to be happy. He doesn't want her to influence. So if he can keep her thinking about all of her fears, all of her hurts, all of her confusion, but the devil doesn't stop there because now if he can have her hurt and if he can have her with anxiety, then he can put depression on her. Depression generally will cause a person to pull away from other people, but now she is clothed, but she's clothed with the garments that bring her down. She'll bring, it will bring her down, but listen, listen, God, Jesus said that he had a garment, or God said he had a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Now listen, you might not be able to see this, but if you could see through spiritual eyes, what you're seeing is a lot of pressure on her. You're seeing a lot of pressure all around her. You're seeing a lot of pushing, and, and that wasn't in the first service, was it? <laughs> and and uh, we're seeing her be beat up 
if you could see it spiritually, you would see all of that. But understand, Jesus comes along and he says, I have a garment for you. My garment isn't heaviness. My garment is the spirit of praise. And so those garments come off and he puts this garment of praise. When the devil sees you in your spirit and your garment of praise, it changes the atmosphere. That's where devils have to leave. That's where devils have to go. He doesn't want the people of God praising. I right now would like someone to say praise his holy name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. My gracious, I feel the presence of God. I, I preach simplistic messages. I do it on purpose. It's calculated. Let me tell you something. When you put on the spirit of, or the garment of praise, when, when I was a kid and we'd be in the playground, if someone did us wrong, you know what we did? We stuck our tongue out at them. Come on, y'all know what I'm talking about. We might run after we did it, but we'd stick our tongue out at them. When you put on the garment of praise, it's like sticking your tongue out at the devil and telling him, na, 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 na. No, 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 no. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. I'm going to whip you. I'm going to overcome you. I've got victory through my praise. My praise is greater than your power. In 2 Chronicles chapter 20, the Bible tells us of a story. Jehoshaphat got news. He's a king. He's a man that is leading God's people. Jehoshaphat gets this word. And he said, and the word was that the Amorites, pardon me, the Ammonites and the Moabites are coming in. They're already marching in. Things are bad. I don't know how we're going to handle it. King, we just want to make you aware. We're under a serious situation. The Bible tells us that Jehoshaphat feared. He feared. Fear is not the problem is if you stay in fear. Jehoshaphat feared, and when he feared, he went before Almighty God. When he went before God, God sent his man to him, and he said, you don't have to fight in this, for the battle is not yours, saith the Lord. Well, glory, hallelujah. I've got good news to tell you right now. The battle isn't yours. I am here declaring the battle isn't yours. Why are you carrying it? Why are you fighting it? It's not yours. The Bible tells us that Jehoshaphat, he got his armies together. But before they went out, before they went out, choir, I need you to help me. How about stand up? When I point to you, I just want you to say praise the Lord in the best way you know how, okay? And so Jehoshaphat gets his army together and he knows he's going up against some strong forces. But he said, look, we're going to whip them. I've got this secret weapon. 
I'm sure they were saying, what is it? Uh, what is that secret weapon? Is it some special sword? Is it some special spear? He said, no, we're going to praise. And they probably looked at him and said, he's not only fearful, but he's gone cuckoo. But he was the king, and they did what he said. So I can just imagine as he said, okay, we're going to praise. Praise the Lord. Oh, that sounded pretty good. Uh, uh, I, but do it again. Have you ever had to have someone praise a little bit more because your faith was weak, your faith was down, but the more they praised, the more that they came in and said, look, you're not going to lose. You're not going to go under. You're not going to fail. Greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. You're not going to be a, a loser. And one more time. As they did, the Bible tells us that God gave them a mighty victory. Do you hear me today? Praise will send devils fleeing. Praise will send your enemy tracking away. It's time for us to use our weapon of praise. Then I want to say to you, praise is a gift to God. God has given us so much. It would be so selfish of us just to be takers and not givers. Praise your name. The Bible says it's like a sweet-smelling sacrifice that goes up to God. God heard all this choir praising. God heard all this congregation praising. And if I could just imagine, I believe that God was sitting on his throne going, my, that smells good. My gracious, listen to what Bethesda is doing. Pray, oh, it smells good in my nostrils. It is a gift back to God. How does your praise affect God? He has gifts to give back. In John chapter 14, verse 27, peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth. Give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. When we begin to praise, peace comes. I just will tell you, if you watch the news, if you listen to reports, if you listen to what this world is doing, you came here today probably with all kind of questions and all kind of doubts and all kind of confusions. But I must tell you, praise him. You might right now be looking at your finances and say, I have no way of getting through this. Praise him. You might have just had the worst week you've ever had at work. Praise him. Preacher, uh, that's a little bit hypocritical. No, it's not hypocritical at all. I'm sure that when Jesus was on the cross, he didn't feel like dying for our sins. When he was in the garden praying and his sweat became his great drops of blood, I'm sure he didn't want to follow through. But he said, not my will, but thy will be done. Sometimes we need to say, not my will, not my circumstances, but I praise you in, in spite of. I praise you even though I don't have what I want. I'm going to praise you, and I want to tell you, I believe when you begin to praise, you're going to start seeing the windows of heaven open up, and I believe you're going to see God pour out blessings that you'll not be able to contain. 
Praying has power. Would you stand with me? I knew a person that, that their job required them to go into places and see what was wrong with the building. And, and so they were very good at what they did, but that was their job not to see what was right. Their job was to see what was wrong. I'm afraid that a lot of times Christians get that path where they find this is wrong in my life. This isn't good in my life. This isn't good in my marriage. This isn't good in my family. This isn't good in my workplace. And so we dwell on what isn't good instead of praising our way through it. But as we praise, God starts opening up. God starts doing things because he's working all things together for your good. While, while everyone bows your head for just a moment, Father, if there's anyone who isn't a Christian, they don't have anything to praise other than the fact that they're still alive and they're not in hell. I pray, dear God, that they would change directions right now. Would you help those people to ask you to come into their life? Would you touch them and help them to yield to you and say, I'm sorry of my sins. Please forgive me. Wash me pure and clean. And dear God, I know that as they ask, you're faithful and just to forgive and you will open up the windows of heaven and pour them out blessing. Blessings of salvation, blessings of eternal life. So receive that even right now. So in just a moment, I'm going to ask them to sing. And as they sing, here's what I want you to do. I want you, whether you feel it or whether you don't, I want you to start praising God. I'm going to give you some helps. Praise Him for saving your soul. Praise Him for your family. Praise Him for a car. Praise Him for clothes. Praise Him for food. Praise Him for air to breathe. Praise Him that you're not in the hospital. Praise Him that you're not in the nursing home. Praise Him that you're not in jail. And the list can go on and on. Right now, I want you to begin to praise Him. From one side of this building to the other, begin to offer Him praise. Praise him deep as you know how.
Come on, I praise him. What has God done for you this week? Praise Him. All the glory, all the honor, we will give to you, our King, our devotion. Tell him you're worthy. You're worthy of it all. to the Lord with the voice of triumph. Hallelujah. Man, there's a spirit of praise that has come into this place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I believe someone, I believe someone, someone right now can have the spirit of praise bring healing to you. Right now, the spirit of praise can bring healing to you. Someone, if you're sick in your body, just praise him right now. Lord, I praise you. I praise away sickness. I praise away disease. Oh, someone right now receive that in Jesus' name. I right now speak healing, deliverance, miracles, signs, wonders. 
restoration of my marriage, restoration of my home, my finances. I praise you. Amen. Amen. Everyone listen to this. Very important. I try not to praise God so that I will get something back. It's human nature to do it. If I praise him, he'll be kind and give me something nice. That's not what praise is about. I try to offer to God, God, if you never do another good thing, if you never touch me again, I praise you anyway. If you never bless me again, I still praise you. When you praise God purely like that, God begins to work in a special way. Amen. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. We hope that you were inspired to live a life of purpose for Jesus Christ. For more information, check out our website at BethesdaCOG.org. God bless.